Get your shit together. And you guys are lucky I'm alive. <laughs> We're lucky you're alive. Truly, truly we are. Truly, I'm. It's lucky that I'm still here after this week. Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. From Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. From Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, cooler than a polar bear's toenails, is Mr. Tim Hansen. Hi. How you doing? Good. Good. How's everybody? It's good to have you back, Thornhornson. It's, it's good to be back. <laughs> is, is that is that a... Is that a lyric? Cooler than a polar bear's. Yeah, cool? I'm cooler than a polar bear's toenails. Oh hell yeah! There he go again talking that shit. It's like, uh, outcast. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I I'll take your that. word for it. <laughs> yeah. If and Tim, uh, as you know, uh, if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let Tim say, "Oh yeah, you're." Oh yeah, you're. Yeah. That one uh, sounds familiar. <laughs> Sean. Matt calling Tim Thornhornson reminded me of a Facebook argument that happened on my page with someone named Tom, T-H-O-M-E, and you called him Thumb once. <laughs> Thumb. Um. <laughs> Hello, Thumb. I mean, that's the only appropriate response. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. There's a well. broadcaster uh, named Tom Brenneman, T-H-O-M, that me and a uh, friend of the show, David Bennett, would just constantly call Thom every single time he was on the screen. He's got freaking Thom's doing this game. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal, man. It's good to have you back, Thom. It's good to be here. Yeah. Miss you guys. Miss you too, buddy. Where were you a couple weeks ago, by the way? we could, None of us were sure exactly what you were doing. <laughs> none of us could uh, remember what it was. It, it, it was a prior social engagement, as you all uh, deduced with <laughs> vaguely. Um, a bunch of my coworkers from when I went back to Wawa at the beginning of the year invited me to a murder mystery Halloween party. Oh, nice. Uh, which coincidentally was in the neighborhood I used to live in uh, outside of Westchester. So I was like, oh, I know exactly where you are. Um, And then I got there and I remembered, oh, that's right. All of you are like at least six to ten years younger than I am. Oh, boy. (laughs) Man, those dichotomies. Like I had a coworker who uh, was working in North Carolina, uh, one of the people I work with or used to work with. Uh, who was he and his, his family were moving up to to PA and he's moving up to Westchester and I was like oh yeah I know Westchester real well but then I remembered that all the like, good places I remember from Westchester are from when I was like ten years younger and I I didn't feel like in a professional setting going to this guy and be like yo freaking Moss is the best <laughs> karaoke nights mm. uh, they don't longer uh, have karaoke nights but their bar the bar is the one place that sells food till. 2 a.m. Uh, I don't think that's important to you. <laughs> Sidebar is great. Sidebar is great. Uh, they're the they serve food the latest in Westchester. So if any of you are out there who are, I don't know, trying to soak up something at 2 a.m., uh, Sidebar, Sidebar's kitchen is open, man. And yeah. well, I can't I can't imagine eating at 2 a.m. anymore, man. That would wreck mm. my stomach. Yeah. It's entirely dependent on what it is. Entirely, like I don't know, like bread. I feel like I'd be okay with. 
I mean, <laughs> 2 a.m. is historically, if I'm awake, I am hungry, so mm-hmm. gimme. Uh, I mean, That's yeah, true. 2 a.m., if I'm awake, I'm drunk, which is why I'm hungry. 50-50. Mm-hmm. Is that a sandwich? The 50-50? No, 50-50 whether I'm drunk at 2 a.m. if I'm awake. I know, I know. I, I thought we could make a sandwich that was called the 50-50. Well, what would the 50-50 be? Half yeah, normal half Schwartzy, turkey. half turkey Schwartzy. So there's corned beef and turkey? That's actually yeah. a great idea. I, I'm, I'm aware. Good. The 50-50 Schwartzy. Here we go. Yeah. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. The premise of our show is that we are four bros. In each episode, we bring questions to the table. Questions about anything that could be on our minds. It could be about current events, pop culture, would you rathers, hypothetical questions, emotional questions, psychological questions, about anything about life, the universe, or anything. But whatever question we ask, we answer it with a glass of wine and a touch of mirth. But we also take your questions. You, the listener, that's right. Even you, the one who's listening on the on the thing that you do in the morning. You know, like you're, you're out there. You think that we don't know that you're on doing the thing, but we know you're doing the thing with the headphones in. Brosequestions at gmail.com. If you want your question answered on the air out there in listener land, that's brosequestions at gmail.com. But of course, before we get to the questions, we've got to discuss what we're drinking. Thorm Hornson. I think uh, since you haven't uh, been here for a couple of weeks, it's high time that we heard what you're Hi. drinking tonight. So uh, I picked this up over my lunch break today because I forgot to go get it earlier in the week. And I was like, you know what? I've heard you talk about Bogle Vineyard so many times mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm, I'm going to give them a go. So I picked up the Bogle Vineyards Pinot Noir um, okay. as opposed to just getting Josh again or okay. one of its many variants. Although Martha bought a bottle of Josh for something else this week, and I was like, "Nice," yes. um, and it's pretty good. I, I I I have no negative notes. I think it needs to breathe a little more. I literally opened it and just started drinking it, so um, I have nothing negative straight out the bottle, which means it can only go up from here. I think. Very nice. You know, a phrase that I never really understood was the phrase "near miss." You know, like when you talk about like, oh, you had two planes that almost hit each other. You call it a near miss when really it was mm-hmm. it was just a miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit. it was a near hit. Was. The reason I bring that up is because I am also drinking a Bogle Vineyards red. However, <laughs> it is an essential red, not specifically the Pinot Noir. This is their red blend. Uh, rich, ripe, luscious and juicy, combining expressive Petite Syrah, Syrah, uh, Oh my goodness gracious. Terro Dego and Cabernet Sauvignon creates a delicious wine you'll find truly essential. Uh, man, I am not one who's going to... St- I'm uh, I'm the guy in Futurama who's like, you're never too rich to enjoy a turkey dog. I'm never too snooty to enjoy and to not enjoy a nice red blend, man. Give me give me the Bogle red blend. This is nice. It's it's Look, it's a, it's a red wine blend. If you like red wine, you're probably going to find something in here that you like. Mm-hmm. Sean... You're taking a nice deep sip of something you're uh, you got in your glass tonight. What are you drinking? Uh, yeah, I went for a nostalgic pick. Uh, I got Barefoot White Zinfandel, and Mary and I used to get the liter bottle of this, and her parents would come over on Tuesdays when we lived uh, in Cherry Hill because we lived across the street from our parents. So they'd come over, we would demolish a liter of wine, all four of us, and then they would just like stumble home. <laughs> And uh, and so I got barefoot wine 
seven dollars pretty solid <laughs> uh solid uh for the price In this economy i know seven dollars <laughs> and it is incredibly sweet i i fully understand why we were able to drink so much of it back in the day uh and it's uh but it's it is really bringing those feelings back just like a nice relaxing tuesday in the fall even mm-hmm. though it's friday but that's the feeling that's the vibes nice when a friday feels like tuesday let me tell you. That's what we're Ooh, all telling you. For. It's, it's devastating. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rich, what are you doing? So uh, I had to run Tim, to my parents. Um, at, sorry, uh, <laughs> uh, I completely missed what happened. Um, I had to run to my parents before recording and didn't even eat uh, dinner by that time. So I ran out of time to pick up wine. So I looked in my fridge and I am drinking the, um, the wine of apples. Hard cider, original sin. So mm. that's yeah. I ran out of. I forgot to get wine. <laughs> wine of apples. With I what like little it. I can see of the can, it just looks like it's a Coke Zero. <laughs> oh, yep, totally different. Yep, yeah. <laughs> like just seeing the, it was all you saw was yeah, like the curve like of a Stewart's black part beer. that looks like a C, and I was like, "This is a Coke Zero, rich, <laughs> just straight line was." Yeah. It's uh, it's original sin hard cider. It's it's pretty good. Uh, I had it left over from last week's. Last week's stream, I think. One of those streamy streams. Stream last week. You did a stream. uh, You did a Am and Gus stream. What? Yeah, the Am and Gus. Gus. The fungus. Oh, among us. Is that this weekend? Yes, that was. Or did you already do that? That was last. (laughs) That how you pronounce that game? God, no wonder I'm no good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Was that? Uh, Yeah, that was last week. I guess that was last week. Yeah. No one helps you be better at it. Some shrooms. shrooms. Want some shrooms? Shrooms. I was thinking Amon Gus is the is like the relative, is like the cousin of Amon Ra, the, the god of the sun. So the god of uh, Sirius is just Amon Gus. See, uh, I, I, I was talking about. Uh, I heard Amon Gus starting receiver Amon oh, Ra Saint Brown. I heard Almond Gus. So I was like, "Oh, the cousin of Mr. Peanut." Got it. Yeah. See, I was completely Almond Gus. I was completely lost because I, I, I call it a Moon Gus. Um, yeah. So I was like, "Almond Gus, huh? What the fuck is that? Is Psych? Psych's the one character in Psych is Gus. He's not Almond. What is what is Almond Gus? I don't understand. I'm lost. I want to hear more about uh, Mr. Peanut's almond brother and like what kind of personality the hoity-toity Mr. Peanut would have for uh, like an almond brother. Like almond Gus. Is he like uh like what what what's his name? Um, cousin Eddie from uh from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation shows up. And, <laughs> I was gonna say he's up. a trailer park Merry cousin. Christmas. Shitter's full. <laughs> It's all the protein uh, from all them almonds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Bros questions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. Uh, who wants to start us off tonight? I will. All, all right, right Timmy. So uh, I don't really have a question for this first one. I kind of just want to recap on the uh, the last two episodes that you guys did without me. Um, a-, a-, a la Matt. Taking one out of your book, bro. Mm-hmm. Don't remember um, that, but okay. <laughs> oh yeah, never done it. Never happened. Completely fresh um, new idea. T- 
totally fresh and new idea. So one, the one time I mean, we've been so good about not being like sad and depressed about the guy, what we were drinking, and I've been more positive than I have. Uh, so the fact that I wasn't here and all of you were like, man, this kind of sucks. <laughs> Get your yeah. shit together. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what it was? I realized it after the fact as I was playing it back. You know what it, it, the, the, the common thread among the three of us was? The crippling taste of a lack of friendship. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's very fair. It's very understandable. Yeah. Um, sorry to do that to you. Um, something about sports streaming. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Richie getting doxxed, that totally sucks, but I loved hearing Sean say, say what a fucking pussy, uh, <laughs> calling him what a potato. Um, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely love that. Anytime I get to hear Sean say something like that, because he's normally the like calm and collected one, I, it just. <laughs> It just it just tickles me silly. I love it. Um, love the sandwich question. Um, really, really enjoyed the conversation around that. Um, and it's funny because I immediately had an answer. And then someone asked about a hot sandwich. And then I had a separate answer. But then someone mentioned like Jersey Mike's. And then I had a third answer. And it's like, <laughs> I, need, I love sandwiches too much. Sandwiches. So, <clears throat> so my first answer uh, was potato bread. Smoked turkey, uh, tavern ham, thin slice of Cooper Sharp, or two thin slices of Cooper Sharp cheese on one side of the bread, or on one side of the sandwich, uh, a fuck ton of mayonnaise, mm. and then uh, a drizzle of spicy brown mustard in the middle. Potato um, roll is a is a huge is a huge pick. Not one I considered last. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, action. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, but love that question. Loved all your sandwiches, and it just made me super fucking hungry. Um, why do people who are really good at things have to suck so bad? Uh, Simone Biles. I didn't realize that she sucked. Oh, why, you're right. I, you like, are right. That was as soon she as you asked excessive. the question. As soon as you asked the question, she my brain just went. Suck yet? Yeah. We we true. just don't know. <laughs> She's hiding right. real well. That day's coming, man. Um. Fuck affluenza. That was the biggest piece, like biggest load of horseshit I had ever heard as a defense. Can't believe it worked. Uh, Rich, your friends suck. Um, <laughs> whoever was trying to gaslight you about the extremely well-known exploit about people stealing your stuff from stream, which is all over the fucking internet and very easily to find. Fuck your friend who's like, that's impossible. Sounds like a douchebag. Also, he's the age of consent guy, right? So, yeah, totally yeah. a douchebag. Um... But also, the very obvious answer is that we were all shitheads. Uh, and, and instead, Sean's just like, Tim, you're just not good at anything. But that also means you're not a shithead. <laughs> Thank you. But I thought I thought it was going to turn into, oh, you waited until Tim wasn't here because he is the only shithead. And I was like, <laughs> but I'll take it. I'm just going to say we're all shitheads and disagree with all of you. This is This is like... I know I was present for this question, but the way Tim's describing it, I'm like, was I present for this question? <laughs> now, now I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, it was uh, the the punter who was, was being was, uh, oh oh uh, who punk who was allegedly uh, the punt god. god. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, and then there was some joke about um, the cro- uh, the crossword guy uh, and something else. Uh, Torm Hornson, best joke you've ever made about my name. Uh, very well done. Uh, advantages we had as kids, definitely the evolution of video games, less of a 
us having the building blocks to get good at them because like rich said kids learn quick they're fucking awesome at the games that they are just thrown into but i think it's better for an appreciation from where all these things came from yeah like it's just like whereas now most games are just a rehash of something else there is there's no like genuine development anymore and like that kind of sucks for kids in my opinion but most of them just play Fortnite or roblox so who cares Mm -hmm. um bad dates uh i can't remember who said nifty 50s but that made me laugh out loud (laughs) because i took martha to i I took martha to nifty 50s for the first time like two weeks ago (laughs) because we were visiting (laughs) my cousins uh, <laughs> so you safely it's... waited until you've been married for like four years <laughs> Correct. before you did that. Uh, the fact that Cheesecake Factory was the number one worst place is like blows my fucking mind because literally any girl I've ever talked to at any point, uh, it's never the first place I take them, but they always ask, and it's just like I don't want to fucking go, <laughs> but they always wanted to go, so that's just bonkers to me. Mm. Um. Annoying about things being planned for me. Um, I call them in-laws. Happens regularly, almost <laughs> weekly. It's, it's, it's great. Um, all of the deeds. And then uh, watching random things that is just like, why the fuck are you watching this? Uh, definitely SB mowing. Great choice, Rich. <laughs> yeah. uh, but also the hoof doctor. Oh, I will yeah. watch it. I will watch that guy just like hack at cows' hooves and just like look at all this pus coming out of this one. It is gnarly, <laughs> oh, no. but I, I will and watch just, the and, whole video. I, uh, I and was, then I find him on. I stumble upon him on TikTok, and it's like, but I have to find the other six videos on here. <laughs> I was I was editing videos today for my YouTube channel while I had SB mowing on in the background. Great, and um, that's the Tim Hansen speed round of the two episodes I got to listen to. Oh, yeah. Um, right. And also, yeah, but I miss you guys. Uh, instead, I was with a bunch of young, early, mid-20-somethings mm. and being reminded on, that I'm an old fart. As a sneak preview, uh, the third episode that you that you haven't listened to yet because it's not out yet um, is just 60 minutes of us blowing kisses at you, Tim. Because <laughs> we missed you. Can't wait. Yeah. It better actually make it on the Spotify on Tuesday, or I will be very disappointed. Listen, I did everything I normally do. I actually did. We find out what happened on time too, the day before. <laughs> what I appreciated was Great. everybody else contributing to that chat. So, so for to take the listeners behind the curtain a little bit, we had an issue this week where our uh, our episode didn't post on Spotify, even though it posted everywhere else. And what everybody did was jump in and say, "Well, it's on Google." And it's on, it's Apple, on, and it's on this. And it's, and it's like the only, yeah. Well, Tim said Spotify. Was the <laughs> you guys are not helping me. Yeah. yeah. The, the point, the point of that was, it, it is uh, everywhere else. It, like aggregated to everywhere else. So it's a Spotify issue. It was. I know. It just it just reminded me of like um like. I was expecting we already say, got like, DMCA'd within like the first half hour of it going up, <laughs> and it got taken down already. It was like fuck. Like we played the whole of the dark side of the moon at the beginning before we started the episode, mm-hmm. and we're like, "What? Yes. Copyright strike?" <laughs> I don't understand, guys. How did this happen? We've only uh, lost one episode the entire time to that. I think. It was my fault because I suggested to I think it was you, Sean. Like you should play ten seconds of Punky Reggae Party" by Bob Marley. I did. And you did, and then we got copyright struck on it, <laughs> which is wild because we've absolutely not to to get more eyeballs on us from Spotify. We've absolutely played longer clips of other copyright songs on our oh yeah for for sure for sure unfortunately 
There's no way of going. I, I had on my stream, uh, whenever I would go, like, step away, go to his bathroom or whatever, I would go onto a screen, and I pulled a song off of the Free Music Archive. It was a non, like, licensed song. I pulled it off Free Music Archive, and it would play when I'd go, go step away. Uh, I also have the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song play whenever I get raided. The entire theme song. So if somebody sends their community to me, that theme song plays. And it might happen two or three times during a stream. I got DMCA'd for the non-licensed free music archive thing enough times. Was a thing in there? Well, no. It was... It, it, I think they eventually... I think they're no longer unlicensed at this oh. point. Like, they got licensed and somebody bought all their past catalog or something. I don't know, but I got more in trouble for that than I did from Saban and Disney for having the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song on my stream. Now I have Emo Ranger stuck in my head. Emo Ranger? Oh, yeah. Sorry, you didn't date Kristen Hughes in high school, so you have no idea. Uh, <laughs> but there, there was like a joke miniseries. listening to the show. <laughs> Correct. Um... But there was a uh, mini series. I think it was a British mini series where they came up with the uh, the emo rangers. It's it's Power Rangers, but everybody's emo. Uh, I thought that was just and, the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Yes, but uh, <laughs> the theme song was like "Go Go Emo Rangers!" Wow, and it was just yeah. Uh, all I remember is the Green Zord was a bong, and I was like, "This is hilarious." Okay. Of course, I like it. Of course, it was. Of course. All right. Good recap, Norm. Appreciate it. Uh, your work out there in the field. Happy Anyone to help. Who's got, who's got another question? All right. Hmm. Which one do I want to do? You know, I'll do this one. Uh, what right. can you think of as the best TV bit you've ever heard of? Or it could be recently. It can't be of all times. But uh, recently I've been listening to and watching 30 Rock when I'm going to bed. And at one point, um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Jack McBriar's character goes up to uh, Tina Fey, right? Um, and he says, hey, so-and-so's on the phone for you. And she looks and is like, seriously? And he's like, so-and-so's on the phone with you. And I just died laughing right there. I was just like, that's fantastic. That is like the best bit ever. And it's like peak comedy. I love that. that that's, such a, that's such like an old bit. That's the, like, when the, the butler... Goes like walk this way, sir, <laughs> and then he follows like in the exact same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I do love that. That's a great bit. That is a good yeah. bit. Timeless. Yeah, will never so, fail like, to make me laugh. Yeah, no, and, and like I heard that I was just like this is fantastic. What are other good timeless bits that like will just are peak comedy? Like, what can you think of? Hmm. Uh, Bart Simpson prank calling Mo Sislak. There you go. Yeah, absolute classic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm looking for an alcoholic. <laughs> and then every time, just Mo like flipping. I was like, "You listen to me, guy. I'm gonna come beat the shit out of you." <laughs> looking for Mike, last name Roch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, does anybody know where Mike Crotch is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen to me, wise guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that one a lot. 
the one that immediately popped into my head uh it's not even like it's a classic because i there's more of a the odds are better that most people i know have not watched the show than have watched the show uh which is from letter kenny and there's yeah it's it's a fucking amazing show and i'm so far behind uh and i need to catch up but running joke through at least the first four seasons uh is they talk about a character named boots is it boots pretty sure it's boots uh and they're like did whoa, 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 whoa we don't we we don't talk to the ginger in boots and they're like why uh i heard he fucked an ostrich allegedly uh so they just they just bring up the the ostrich it's like well i heard it was a sick ostrich and then someone and then it's usually squarely dan it's just like allegedly it's like no one can confirm that it happened <laughs> It's always allegedly. Allegedly with the ostrich. Yeah, allegedly it was a sick ostrich. Hmm. Hmm. In the Naked Gun... So Police (laughs) Squad, the TV series, which is the precursor to the Naked Gun movies, they only put out like seven or eight episodes. They had a bit at the beginning of each episode where they'd have like this week's special guest during during the credits... And it'd be like, oh, here with special guest Robert Goulet. But like during the scene where they show Robert Goulet as the special guest, he immediately dies during the credits and doesn't show up again for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that. And they did that great. for like all every episode. I forget who all the other ones were. Robert Goulet is the only one that comes to mind. But every single time it was like somebody famous would be like, oh my god, what a big get! And they get killed in the opening sequence, and that was they, they wouldn't show up again for the rest of the show. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of more. I uh, so and we. It, what's Sean got? I was looking. I was looking for a good one, and I found one that is, is my exact comedy. And there's a there's a scene in King of the Hill when he's trying to WD forty, a, um, a doorknob, and he can't get the t- the cap off the WD forty, so he reaches into it. <laughs> He has a little like holster with a tiny WD forty that he uses <laughs> to get the cap off the WD forty. So funny, oh, like exactly my clip. humor. Just that kind of dumb. Oh, I love it. <sighs> it's like that Ron Swanson level humor. Is like, of course, he's got another tool for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this moment, this smaller WD forty. <laughs> King of the Hell's so good, man. It, it is. It's. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've watched that. That, that should be mm-hmm. on one of my re, my rewatch uh, yeah. list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was reading books. I will. I will. Every time I will chuckle at a scene where Hank Hill just says, "I'm gonna kick your ass!" Like every <laughs> single time. Doesn't matter what the context is. I'm like, "Oh, it's funny. It's Hank Hill. It's Hank, <laughs> kick your ass." Propane and propane accessories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, a, there's an episode. There is an episode of King of the Hill. This is not a bits thing, and I don't want this necessarily turn into the like. Let's just remember some funny episodes of shows. <laughs> but there is an episode where Hank gets like addicted to fishing, basically, and he's got this like. I can't remember what the what he's putting on the bait. Oh, he's putting like cocaine. Like, he's putting crack. Cocaine. He's putting cocaine on the bait, he's, and. <laughs> and so he starts doing this for and and he starts getting addicted to fishing and he's like using any opportunity he spends all his time out on the the lake to like calm his nerves quote unquote and then he'd be like he's like sitting at breakfast one morning and bobby's just like i've got a test today at school and fang's just like that's it i'm going fishing (laughs) (laughs) oh man great show what other good bits good tv bits 
I'm having I'm ha I'm honestly having a hard time remembering some more. Mm -hmm. Uh, this this isn't TV, but Conan O'Brien needs a friend. His podcast he has every he introduces everyone. It's like, hi, I'm so and so, and I feel blank about being Conan O'Brien's friend. And it's always either like, I feel happy, I feel sad, or it's like I feel upset or bummed out. Mm -hmm. And it's just like. I love this bit because, like, it's all comedians just saying, just being deprecating to Conan O'Brien. And then the occasional legitimate, like, oh, yeah, I've been a fan of Conan O'Brien for years. I love it. <laughs> and, and then you had uh, friggin' uh, Jeff Goldblum, who had that sequence for about three minutes, just going off and off and off in a normal Jeff Goldblum way. And I'm just like, this is perfect. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm always, I'm a sucker for a good podcast bit. Mm-hmm. I structure brose the way we did. Just bits on bits on bits. Bits on bits on bits on bits. Is that the real premise? Oh, the real drink. premise is what can we make a bit out of on this show? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Any other good TV bits? Anything else that's coming to mind? I think I just Recurring in general, things. Arrested Development is has some of the best bits. The first the first three seasons specifically just has like that show, Thirty Rock. Um, community is like that, just like real solid, solid joke writing, and that's what I'm. That's mm. what I'm looking for in a TV show, just real solid. Mm. Like I want to, mm. I want you to mention something in passing and have it come back as a full blown thing twenty minutes later. Mm. That's what I want. Oh, uh, the cabbages guy in Avatar, great uh, cabbages. cabbages, my cabbages. My yes, cabbages. if he's not in the live action that they're that I, they're getting ready to do, I will. I'm pretty sure I've seen that they got the actual voice actor of Cabbage's Guy to be Cabbage's Guy in the live action Netflix. Good. I, I like I don't don't hold me to that, but I think I've seen it somewhere. Oh, I'm holding you to it, and if it doesn't happen, I'm shaving your beard. I won't let you. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It doesn't an option. sound like the question it's was. Happening. I'm going to ask your permission to shave your beard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I listened real close. And I don't remember that being part of it. There was there was no question. It was a statement. Yeah. Uh, all right. I have a couple of questions. This is this has been a nice like jaunty episode. So I'm not I'm not going to drop the, yeah. the serious one. I'm not going to do it. Um. Here we go. <sighs> Yeah, I'm not going to drop that one anyway. Uh, <laughs> guess what, guys? Tomorrow, November 18th, is Mickey Mouse's birthday. What are you going to do to celebrate? Is it really Tomorrow Mickey Mouse's birthday? recording this. Tomorrow is Mickey Mouse's birthday. Oh, I'll ride a steamboat. Yes. <laughs> is it I think it's specifically because of the release of Steamboat Willie, I think. It was like mm. 1928, I think I saw when I when I... Look this up. Uh, I heard it. So the reason I bring this up is because it brought up my daughter's daycare. They're like, "Oh, tomorrow is good. We're going to celebrate Mickey Mouse's birthday." And I'm like, "Well, they're just making this up to make us dress up our child as a Disney <laughs> character or something like that." And I looked it up, and I'm like, "Well, they're still technically wrong, but it's a day off. They they wanted to do it during the school week." So, uh, so yeah. So it is in fact uh, November 18th. So what are you guys going to do to celebrate Mickey Mouse's birthday? Huh? Huh? Mm -hmm. So I could also ask a different question if we don't want to go down this route. So my niece's last uh, soccer game for fall is tomorrow. So I'll be going to see her soccer game. 
And I have about 150 pages of World War Z to read, so I'll probably be reading that. That's what I'm doing to celebrate Mickey Mouse's birthday. Mm -hmm. Just like Walt would have wanted. Exactly. Yep. Hmm. Reading 150 pages of World War Z. Uh, Tim, it seems like this is most salient for you. Why? I mean, because you just love Disney so much, obviously. And specifically the old school, like... Rubber hose, Mickey Mouse cartoons. That's obviously the reason. Oh boy, I love Mickey Mouse. He's such a great guy. Um, who the fuck was that? Um, so tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be driving to South Jersey to practice singing uh, Christmas music um, with my acapella group because we're performing at Christmas Village in Philadelphia twice in December. Nice. Yeah, so got to practice, and um, our tenor one keeps being sick or like not being able to make practice so it's like oh shit one of those songs i'm the only tenor one on (laughs) normally i'm a bass what is happening um so yeah i got a lot of practice to do there helping set up for our church fundraiser which is going to be all of like half an hour on my way to south jersey uh, stop, drop off a bunch of shit I printed out and a giant basket full of goodies that uh, Martha and I are donating as part of the auction of, or uh, ba- basket auction of stuff. So it'll be cool. Um, and I have zero plans after that. So like at, after 12 o'clock, I have no plans. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're two for two and locking down some very good uh, <laughs> tributes to Mickey Mouse, one of the iconic characters in, in American uh, I'll, media. I'll probably and, watch and some Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Uh, that's there Disney, right? So there we go. I mean, I'm celebrating I, 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 the mouse Disney by watching the small green baby. I got to watch Loki. I haven't watched Loki yet. So, uh, same. Yeah. Sean, well, how will you be enjoying mm. Mickey Mouse's birthday? Well, considering I have a four-year-old, I am assuming mm-hmm. I'll watch some Disney property tomorrow. And if I yeah. didn't, I'd honestly be incredibly surprised. It, it honestly, I do, I'm, I would like to watch a full movie with Alice. <laughs> just because mm-hmm. she's always, it's always like, I just, like, I want to see the end of Tangled. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm so interested in what happens after. You just get to the part where lights. she whacks the guy with a frying pan and that's the end of it? Yeah. No, she gets, she usually will get to, she actually sometimes will have, she'll make it to when um, they go to the lantern festival and they're on the water and, and they sing that amazing song. They do sing that amazing song. And so I'll at least get to see that. And then after that, she kind of loses interest, which is fully understandable because that's when they stop singing. Mm -hmm. It's all downhill from there. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Mm. Mm. Yep. Oh, but she does love when they, yeah, she loves, and she loves when they braid her hair. They do that thing, and the little girls <laughs> dance and braid her hair. Sick. That's before I, the boat. That's before the boat. So she won't. As yes, before the boat. Yes, it's before the boat. So she makes it through that. I will probably. Yeah, my I'll daughter, watch something. Probably. My daughter will probably run around with her Mickey Minnie Mouse uh, backpack, uh, which she asked <laughs> to carry around with her periodically. Um. She's got some Minnie Mouse ears too. She'll occasionally put those on, but like she'll put them on and then be like, ah, and throw them off and all that. 
Most, <laughs> mostly just likes to run around with a Minnie Mouse backpack. And is very interested in like when we're going places, like it, it, she's now at the age where she's like, I need to bring like two or three of my friends, which are toys. And sometimes it'll be the Minnie Mouse one. I'll be like, mm, mm. I'm like, no, like, Minnie Mouse, the Minnie Mouse backpack can't go to school. Mm. <laughs> I give you a real look about uh, Minnie Mouse. So that might be it. As far as Disney property, she's, my, my daughter's much more of a Sesame Street person. So mm-hmm. uh, we probably won't be watching Disney with her. Maybe my wife and I will put something on. Yo, I don't think it's, I don't think this is Disney technically. Maybe it is. Uh, my wife and I started watching the, the last uh, Spider-Man Spider-Verse movie a week uh, yeah. or so ago. And we got about halfway through it. And then we we're like, holy shit, the movie's like two and a half hours long. <laughs> it is so <laughs> worth it. Great movie. Yeah. That happened to uh, me and Alice it, too. I was like, oh, Alice will like this. And we got like half an hour in and there were still two hours left. And I'm like, we're not making this. Yeah. <laughs> have you finished it, Sean? No, because I because of that. And I have to because I'm like, I it is I'm okay. I, I will watch it. I'm in I'm intent mm-hmm. on it. It's in my to be watched. Mm-hmm. Guys, come over. We'll put it on for you and Martha and I will watch the kids and you guys can finish the movie. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. It's Tim and Martha looking at the kids, just staring at them. Oh, look at that. I'm literally watching the kids and that's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, she's climbing out the window. That's probably a bad yeah, idea. Yeah. She went. She the doesn't have her web shooters like, yet. No, sir. You're starting off with smearing off ice. And then... <laughs> yeah, gotta start them like, off slow. Responsible like you're adult. Beer, you're in the clear. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, setting up the new house in a way that will keep liquor away from the child because when we in our old house, the liquor cabinet was on the floor and like it locks, but like you know we never really had to bother with it. And so now I have to worry about like the optics of my at that point, you know, toddler, you know, one year old yanking open the doors and like grabbing like a bottle of Jim Beam or something. And I'd worry like <laughs> not she had not she had any idea or inkling what to do with it when she had it in her hands. But the idea that like, of course, that'll be the time when like my mother in law rounds the corner is like, you're letting the daughter drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so now we, we, we're taking special precautions in the house. So the liquor is at a very high location. Uh, so keeps it safely away from both her and my wife as long as there's a stepladder nearby no interest no interest all all the hard liquor we have is like we're now at the point where like my my wife is not really a big drinker anymore and which is fine and apart from this podcast like i drink all the all the glass of something on the weekends you know what i like to enjoy is my my, my private time like daddy time what we do is mm. when uh, my wife decides she wants to go to sleep, and I've got a little bit of time left, so I'll go downstairs, pour myself a little glass of something, go down into the basement, turn on the PlayStation, play some Capcom versus SNK two, <laughs> and uh, you know, nice. like uh, like you normally do at age thirty four, or you know, go t- turn on a sporting event like a West Coast sporting event or something like that. But uh, but no, I mean, like we're we're not really hard liquor drinkers anymore. Mm-hmm. Really, she isn't. That's fine. I'm glad people have stopped buying me hard liquor because we still have all of the ones that people have bought <laughs> us, essentially, because I also haven't been drinking that much. Uh, and yeah. when I do, it's usually beer because that's just something that's like, all right, I can have like three of these. I don't have to worry about like I have one glass of something. And it's like, well, yeah, water, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's something so, aesthetically nice about like like I'll have a beer like I'll be you know on, on Sundays I'll I'll grab a beer watch the Eagles, uh you know and my, my my daughter might be running around at that point and like I also feel less I feel less irresponsible when I'm just having a beer like if I'm having that's if fair. I'm having like a glass if I'm having a glass of of vodka or a glass of bourbon or something like that I'm like all right I'm shutting it down for the night 
zero responsibility. Mm-hmm. You can't like no matter what, whether you're, you're watching a child or like trying to get stuff done around the house or whatever, you can't be drinking liquor at, you know, and, and expect to be doing anything productive. But like I can have a beer and be like, OK, I shouldn't be watching. It should be making this a habit to watch my child. But if I'm watching the game and having a beer, I don't feel like I can. I'm completely incapable of like changing a diaper or fielding problems with my my kid at yeah. that point like it, it keeps you in check especially since it's black and tan weather now so like oh my god this is mm, this is me and you man Let's i took a, i took a picture and i was like i gotta send this to matt when i get home and then i totally didn't <laughs> this is it the, the porters the black and tans the uh ah, the vanilla porters mm, this is my time of year baby. i'm waiting for that mm-hmm. i'm waiting for that hershey Yingling to come back is it I'm not so out yet I haven't seen it, but I also bought that black and tan like two weeks ago, so maybe. (laughs) Again, a 12-pack of black and tan, I still have five left in the fridge. Like, I I just, I don't drink nearly as much as I used to. No, no. Which is good for my wallet. (laughs) Yeah, good for the wallet, good for the gut. I, yeah. I don't, I don't like drinking that much anymore because when I do drink that much, like we were saying before Mm. we started recording or as we're recording, I just get hungry afterwards and I just want to keep eating. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is really bad for our brand as a wine podcast to spend like a ten minute segment <laughs> about just, just about I'm not drinking. drinking anymore. But yeah. you see, it's we it's we're drinking responsibly. We wine responsibly. Well, I mean, to yeah, we're extent. binge drinking once a week and once a week. Yeah, I did. I, I did have to tell my my when I went to the doctor, I had to be like, he's like, do you drink? And I'm like, well, not really, except once every three weeks, I do down a full bottle of wine by myself. Over the course of like three hours, <laughs> and they're just like, "What?" But that's it. That's the only yeah. time I drink. But, but but like that's like a completely coincidental move. Your health insurance premium is like double after that meeting. <laughs> that's, that's ah, binge that, cycle. Love it. That is still yeah. socially like that is it's, yeah. No, I'm not three I, weeks. I, I, I made sure. I'm mean, like I'm not by myself. That would be fucking. Weird. I average it out yeah. for him. Just like I like, only I take drink it, like, okay, every I, three I weeks mean, by myself, and I drink exactly. a whole bottle of wine. Adios, Mio. Anyway, uh, I'm glad to hear how we're all celebrating uh, Mickey Mouse's birthday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right. So that was me, Tim, Rich, Sean. You're you're up. Um. Okay. Let's see what we got. I'm gonna go with. Are there any bands that you really like what you heard of, but you have no intention of looking any further into their catalog? So for me, <laughs> it is Tool. Like I love, oh. I love Schism and the Pot and Vicarious is maybe one of my favorite songs of all time. But I have no mm-hmm. desire to listen to like Stink Fist or mm-hmm. Animus or whatever any of their other stuff. Like I just Stink don't Fist have is any. A great song. I, I just don't have any any desire to to go any further into the catalog. Them and Lamb of God. I I heard uh, what it's uh, Laid to Rest and uh, Redneck both phenomenal songs they're so good they're like it's a it's good you you listen to pantera correct i do good then you've heard lamb of god yeah 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 well that <laughs> and that's also one of the problems is that the mixing of lamb of god isn't good for some reason like they just don't like the, it just doesn't it sounds really like flat and the, if it yeah. had like more body to it i think i'd really be into them but it's i think it's just it might Very be like heavy yeah, and I just I'm not into that, and so like you will get me with this is a motherfucking invitation, but I'm not like redneck redneck whips ass. It's a great song. <laughs> it is such a good song, and laid to rest has some has some sick guitars in it. It's just yep. but like 
beyond that, I have no desire. Like, there's no like even inkling to be like, let's listen to the rest of that Lamb of God album. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm good with the two. I'm good with my two Lamb of God songs. <laughs> Lamb of God's a good one because I, I like a handful of their songs, and I'm not like super inclined to go much further than that. Um, Dance Gavin Dance is mm. is one for me because they're one that like constantly showed up for a period of time on like Spotify mixes and all that because it's in line with a lot of the stuff I listen to. It's like okay, it's like Cohen and Cambria, um, it's you know like some of the, like Thursday or like some of the other like early two thousand emo stuff or or punk stuff with a little bit of a prog influence, and um, and they just kept showing up. And I've heard like a couple of songs I'm like oh this is pretty good. And like, but I don't care to listen to it. I think part of the problem is, is that it's, I think, I think it might be the same reason why you don't dive any further into Tool or Lamb of God. Cause it's like, all right, well, I already, this is good. This, mm. this hits a lot of the flavor profile of what I like. However, I already have seven or eight bands that I really like. And I know the full catalog of that mm. meet these desires. So why am I, it, it's, it's, du- it's, it's duplicative it's Mm -hmm. it's it's all right this this is already doing this is not doing anything differently for me than you know for tool and lamb of god it's like okay this isn't doing anything different for me than like you know chevelle or breaking benjamin or uh pantera or whatever Mm -hmm. are already doing for me and i already know their catalog and same thing with me with dance gavin dance like all right well i already listened to coheed and coheed is just like the same thing but more attuned to classic rock which is what i like anyway so like, i don't really have any interest in listening to more dance gavin dance so <laughs> yeah so that that's mine and that's the reason why i think i don't dive into them any further i i, I love have... dance gavin dance hmm? <laughs> hey. i've i've never they're heard fine. them they're fine i don't think the couple of songs i've heard are really good and i just i just don't care to i'm not that that's fine i get it yeah. But mine I, started uh, the same way, which is Spotify could be like, you're going to like this. I was like, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> what it, you know what it seems like to me? You know that band Greta Van Fleet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Greta Van Fleet, I remember reading a review of one of their albums, and it was a very scathing review of, of this particular album. And, and I don't know if that's necessarily warranted for for them. But like what it remind, what they said about the album was like, it seems like it was designed to show up on algorithms for people who are already listening to Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. and to sort of feed off of that. And for me, like, and, and that's more crit- critical than I'm willing to be of dance, Gavin dance, but that's what it seemed like to me. It's like, okay, dance, Gavin, dance seems like it is, it was designed to hit the algorithm for people who are listening to Thursday, glass jaw, Coheed and Cambria, all those other, like, you know, borderline hardcore emo, bands of the early 2000s you know that that's what it seemed like to me um but obviously they have a pretty passionate following too so what do i know mm. what's your band that's like this tim band that you like a couple of songs for and have no interest in listening to anymore uh so it's funny because as soon as sean asked the question i was like tool <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you would love tool I, I think uh, you would really like Tool. I I probably would, but it's it's. Uh, I've always the, the the my introduction to Tool, aside from just like randomly hearing songs and never knowing who they're by, was essentially people like uh, the way I want to say this is just like unnecessarily graphic. Um, just um, just, just kissing the ass like their whole head is up the ass. Mm. Uh, just trying to kiss it so much and it's like you need to slow your roll so like that 
overzealousness of people trying to talk about Tool. It was just like, I'm never going to listen. Um, it was just too much for me. And now at this point, it's just like, nah, I'm good. I'm all right. There's, I have, there's I have definitely no stuff in Tool's catalog that appeals to the kind of person who wants to make you think that it's smarter than it is. And like, Tool's <laughs> music is fairly smart from a musical standpoint. But like, there's a song that they wrote where the the time signature changed with each measure to match the Fibonacci sequence. And I remember oh, when I was Jesus. 23 thinking that was the coolest shit imaginable. And if you told me that for the first time now at age 34 that a band did that, I'm like, man, stop it. Relax. <laughs> um, it's just music. You don't have to be like, oh, look how smart we are. Like, yeah, like, it's a good song. Like, it's still fine at all. But like, it, it's definitely Tool has that appeal where it's like, if you want to seem like you're smarter than you are, start telling people about the influences of Tool and like how they wrote these songs. Yeah. Um, so that was my immediate response. And then Sean said to him, I was like, well, I don't want to say the same answer. That's just kind of cheating. So that I've been looking through my Spotify to see if I could like find that band. And it's like, oh, I really only like this one song and have no interest in learning anything else. And I found the band. Uh, and I know this isn't the hot take section, but um, it's Coheed and Cambria. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Like and, and and it's it's not it's not a vindictive thing. It's not like oh fuck those guys. It's very much just like I have, I have no interest in learning more of their music. Like I I know several songs. I lo- I very very much enjoy those several songs. I've seen them in concert. They put on a great fucking show. Um, but it's just I'm not gonna sit here and li- and go through their albums and listen to their whole discography. I just don't care. Mm. That's so, completely fair. Yeah. But um, Claudio Sanchez it, it is, is great. It is also a huge discography. Like they have a lot of tracks. So yeah, but I, I, I have, I have felt like this way album. for like the last four albums. So <laughs> they also bring it upon themselves. It's not like they've okay. They've had four. Even if you like okay at the halfway point of their discography, I'm like oh, I'm gonna try and get into Cody and Cambry. Well, guess what? Each album's 80 minutes long and mm-hmm. has an accompanying comic yeah. book and a world and you, you can get action figures for them and there's like a novelization like it, it it is definitely something where in my opinion if you wanted to listen to it and not give a rat's ass about any of the conceptual science fiction space jail wizardry kind of stuff which i don't you could you could um but there's definitely it's it's definitely an imposing thing where it's like oh my god i feel like if you if you don't want to like get into lore when you when you just want to listen to some rock music, like, I can definitely see not having any interest in Coheed and Cambria. Mm-hmm. So, I get it. I get it, man. Rich, uh, what about you? Um, so I feel this with um, to start Mastodon. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Sean took that one straight to the heart. I am, uh, I am getting annihilated right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean, but like that's that was one of the first bands that came to mind. I was like, like I I what I've heard of Mastodon, I liked, and there may be one or two albums I've tried to dive into, and beyond what I liked of Mastodon, I didn't care. So I'm just like, I don't want to dive into the rest of it because I'm afraid I'm going to hate not like mastodon because i don't like what i do like or because i only like what i do like and nothing else is what i mean yeah i think also both 
Coheed, and Mastodon. They are so specific that it can be very samey. Like, if you don't listen to them, like, you could... If I were to play Mary four Mastodon songs in a row, I'm pretty certain she would have no idea where one ended and the next began. You know, yeah, and that's so, and that's yeah. fully fair. And, like I, I get it. And, and that's that would be if I played you guys Dragon Force. You guys mm-hmm. would hear four Dragon Force songs. You would hear one Dragon yeah. Force song. I would hear all four. It's yeah. It's I mean, Breaking just, Benjamin uses the same you're... formula for every fucking song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but besides Mastodon, I actually have like sort of a reverse with your question, where I know bands that I found early on when they had like an EP or two, not even an official album out that I don't care to listen to their new stuff because I know I like their old stuff. Like there's this band against the current that I want to listen to their newer albums, but like I've gone back and was re-listening to their first two EPs and I love their first two EPs that I'm just like, I know I like this. I don't really want to go and potentially not like their new stuff. Because I know I like this, and this is them to me, and I just want to listen to this. Mm-hmm. But, like, they've had several albums since their first EP. I discovered them back in, like, 2016, 2017, something like that. Like, they've had several EPs, like, or several, several CDs, like, new albums. I know they're good, but I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to listen to their new stuff. I just want to listen to what I like. Mm-hmm. That's also getting old. I mean, that it's is old, part yeah, of it's old man shit right there. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I oh, like this, so yeah. Let's do it. I mean, especially if I, I mean, the thing is, the fact that you like their old their old stuff seems like a decent entryway. It's not like you're breaking into a whole new band yeah. necessarily. It seems like um, a decent entryway. Where you could be like, oh, okay, well, I can count on this, and like, even if I listen to this for thirty minutes, I'm like, oh god, like, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, you won't get that thirty minutes back, but. You know, yeah. took a shot, and you know, and if not, then you always go back to that those 2016, 2017 EPs. Yeah. In the vein of music, um, this within the the over the last week, someone came up with an idea of, uh, or one of my friends from the acapella group and that college group of friends was like, "Hey, who wants to join a blend on Spotify? Have you guys done this yet?" No, I don't, I don't use is. Spotify, so I don't know. Okay, so uh, essentially, like you, Spotify will take both of your guys's music and make a playlist that will just refresh every so often uh, Mm -hmm. to try and bring a mix of like, this is stuff he likes, stuff you like, this stuff you both guys like or are likely to like. Um, And it's 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 a great way of just seeing like what's music taste you have in common with some people. It's definitely not foolproof because it'll be like, oh, this song is only from this person. It's like, but I already like that song. It, it's in my liked playlist. I listen to this weekly. How is this not also for me? Um, but I'm in it with four people, and it is such an interesting mix of music of like Breaking Benjamin, Falling in Reverse, and then like Boogie Shoes and Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then like just lo fi anime themes, and then just like some off the wall jazz. And it's like, this is. It's I've been listening to it all week and it changes like every other day where a couple of songs change every day. And it's like, this is my playlist for the week. And I love it. Nice. 
It's a cool idea. I like that. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested. My Spotify is wrecked, unfortunately, because my Spotify is linked to um, our Echo devices. And when we want mm-hmm. to queue up music for the kid, uh, we usually go, hey, play blank <laughs> on Spotify. Oh. And so what, what that, you're that's why we have at, Tangled and Frozen in there from the one guy, yep. uh, his daughter, constantly listening yeah. to Frozen <laughs> and Tangled. That's, that's, you're going to be getting Spotify. Teddy Bear Picnic. You're going to be getting the Wiggles. You're going to be getting all that stuff. Man. We luckily, so the, the, the hack to that is to find the songs that they like put them all into a playlist and then make the playlist not affect your not algorithm. Your yeah, yeah. yeah. And cause like, oh, there we, you go. cause I, if, if, <laughs> if not for that, Mary would be maybe top 1% of Polyphia listeners. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Polyphia uh, baby. Uh, That's what I keep bringing Polyphia to that list they, too. And they might be giants. Lots of, they might be uh, giants. What about awesome. animals as leaders, man? No, she doesn't listen to animals as leaders. Okay. She only well, she only likes ABC. That's the only Polyphia song that she likes. I've tried other ones. <laughs> it's just ABC. She, she loves that song. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it's a good song. Mm. She she it is she does get some good songs. She had no one by Alicia Keys was on there for a while. That was a good song. Uh, it's yeah, it's a bop. She has, yeah, she has, it's, it is a, except for Vengabus, it's a pretty solid playlist. I'm sorry, what was that? Silver what? Vengabus. The Vengabus is coming and everybody's jumping. New York. That's what that song is? Yeah. It's, it's, it's We Like to Party by Vengaboys. Oh, We Like to Party. We like the party. Oh, also called in parentheses the Venga bus. The Venga bus, but she she loves that song. We like we like to party. (laughs) Man, oh oh boy! Any other bands? Mm -hmm. General music discussion right now. You guys ain't listening to anything good lately? Um. Oh, somebody just came out with a new EP, or is is about to come out with a new EP. That's correct. Alex got uh, on board <laughs> directors. Can't wait uh, to get mine in the mail. Yeah. Parachute. Yeah. They, uh, my, my mother just went to see him. My mother got to go see him live in Cincinnati. Nice. I was out there last week. Saw him at a, at a show. It was actually just across the border in Kentucky, but uh, saw him live. Put on a damn good show. So if you're out there in, in Ohio or northern Kentucky area, I want to go see him. I'll get my plug in there now. But yeah, mm-hmm. band camp. Parachute. Uh, is the name of the EP. It's on vinyl. Uh, yeah, they put out a sweet vinyl. I'm so, I'm so stoked. I'm stoked to get it. I love but. the color contrast. It's such a good like aesthetic yeah. choice, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, It's good shit, man. It's good shit. You guys want to call it an episode? Let's. Yeah, I think that's a Toads. good show. I think that's a good show, too. I, I, I'm glad you agree with me, Rich. I'm glad that <laughs> you yeah. and I are, on, on, are simpatico on this point. It was a good yeah, show. Yeah, we're, we're there. Tim, do you think it was a good connected. show? 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10. I love it. Sean? 8 plus. That's what I was thinking. Like, I'm going to be a little bit more critical than you. Um, It was tough reintegrating Tim back into the show. So, (laughs) conservatively, I'm going to say it was an A plus. The Bros A Podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, And, of course, if you want to find out uh, where... Uh, you know, when a new episode drops and you want to follow us on, on social media, you can follow us on X 
at brose underscore podcast, Facebook at brose podcast, or on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. And of course, if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or at her, uh, excuse me, at Vogel Art Shop on Facebook or at her storefront on Etsy.com. And her theme music is the song When by Steven Siebert. You can find Steven's work at the free music archive it is time for social media handles and plugs rich we will start with you uh check me out on x at b underscore walnuts and then twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts for video game streaming monday tuesday thursday and sunday where i'm still playing Baldur's gate sea of thieves um the we were here series with timmy as well as potentially there's going to be a new challenge with between me and co-streamer xeno alien in december playing hunt showdown so come check us out rich if you get king of fighters 13 i will play with you on your stream <laughs> i hate Do it. fighter games at it's look such a good looking I'll, game i will i will tell you what i tell everyone who tells me to play something i don't want to play Ten thousand points on stream which is only about two months of watching me and mm. i'll buy that game if you spend those points Ten thousand points 10,000 points, and then I get to play KOF 13. With it's, you. yeah. <laughs> it's don't a, think about it. <laughs> you just have to watch me on every, you don't even have to be there. You just have to be logged on with my mm-hmm. stream on for every stream for two months, less than two months. Yeah. And you, you should accrue those 10,000 points. This is like exactly up my alley. Just, What's that? Just log in. Just ask my boss. This is exactly what I'm good at. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a joke. This is a joke. Nobody at work get, get mad at me for that. Uh, Sean, what about you? Uh, you can find me at HeyHSOB on Twitter. And uh, also you can find me throwing frisbees at OB Disc Golf everywhere. Tim Hansen, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen. Erx. It's Erx. Oh, yeah, uh, no, it's Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. Twitter. At M Casnell, that's M K A S Z N E L. Since we already plugged Alex Casnell on the board of directors, uh, which you can find on Bandcamp.com and find all his uh, music there, um, I'm going to plug an artist uh, who doesn't necessarily need my plug, uh, but it's D. Uh, it's it's Duani Soraya. I, I'm I'm going to mess that name up tremendously. Um, but if you find her Etsy shop, D S A R A I Y A R T. Uh, these Sarai art. Uh, basically, she does these awesome, oftentimes comic book inspired artwork uh, for Philadelphia sports teams. It's really, really cool. Uh, I've got one that uh, I got as a gift uh, with with a picture of uh, Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. It's beautiful. Uh, they, she does uh, Sixers art, Eagles art. She does some Phillies art. She did some Phillies art during the postseason run as well. Um, it's really really good reasonably priced local artist um it, it's great great stuff so again it's d-s-a-r-a-i-y-a-r-t on etsy.com d-s-a-r-a-i-y-a-r-t uh on etsy.com really really good stuff so great that great art mm-hmm. i'm, I'm really. looking it up now and it's just like the summer schwarbaum's fucking beautiful it's great and it is very specific references like there is there's just some beautiful art in general but then there's some specific stuff that like 
oh, if you follow the team, you're going to get like, okay, they, they, she has one for the daycare and the daycare is like an inside, not an inside joke, but it's like the, the, the reference that they use. It's what they called all the really young players that were on the Phillies the last couple of years that were kind of like making a bunch of dumb mistakes. They called them the daycare. So she's got one up there right now for the daycare. And it's like Bryson Stott and a couple of the other young guys on there. Beautiful art. Uh, and again, local to the, uh, the tri-state area, uh, if you're, if you're, if you're living in the Philly area. So that's my plug. Great stuff. Anyway, that's all. And she's got some great okay. stuff with the, the Eagles, Kelly greens on there. Mm. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, uh, we got our, bro- our bros, uh, Stephen and Charles over at escape the game, formerly escape from poop city where, uh, they do generally about 10, um, uh, 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 I don't even know. Uh, thought, thought, experiment tasks, um, and uh, Stephen, I believe, will uh, judge whoever wins against a uh, 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 a guest for each episode, um, and the guest, whoever wins of uh, each, oh, all of the first nine rounds gets to participate in the tenth round. You don't actually win anything; just clout that you got to beat Charles. About it, but it's mm-hmm. a silly, fun show. Check them out. Escape the game or escape from Poop City. Mm-hmm. Word. All right. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everybody. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Moves. My name is Matt Cass, now reminding you all the bells in my hand and be smart about being stupid.